Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin. And Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast today. We're going to be talking about if World War III is coming and if we think it will affect the land business. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Plum Investment Group. Guys, do you have a property you need funding for? Plum Investment Group is your solution. Plum helps land investors grow their business by funding your raw land purchase. It's truly an awesome deal, guys. And just to be clear, this isn't a loan. Plum will actually partner with you by putting up the money for your project. So do yourself a favor and go check out the website at pluminvestmentgroup.com. Yo, happy Friday, sir. Hey, happy Friday. It's a, It's been an interesting week. It is. I mean, it's been a very interesting week. Ice Storm, Ice Mageddon, World War Three on the verge of breaking out, title companies being a pain in the ass, seeing a new subdivide, underwriting, trying to get under contract on subdivides. Man, it's yeah. been a busy, busy week. Yeah, you know... Ice Mageddon to us is because I I was on a text combo with Anya and Nick, uh-huh. and uh, I said, we're under ice. And Anya's like, well, we're in the pool. And Nick is, sends a photo. It's negative three. There's 10 foot of snow. Jeez. He's out there with a snow plow. And I'm like, okay, you know, this quarter inch of ice on the ground really isn't that big of a deal. I don't know. Uh, so I went to lunch with one of our friends. Uh, he came over Wednesday. Um, and we went to lunch at Bread and Butter, and I walked out of that place, and I almost busted my ass. If he wouldn't have been within arm's reach, I would have fucking hit the ground. <laughs> it would, I hit some black eyes. Um, but it was uh, a little bit – it's not 10 foot of snow, and it's not negative 3 degrees. So, you know, there's some men more menly than me, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Yep. I, I wouldn't even know how to start a snowblower. <laughs> never, have I, I, never have I had a need for that. I assume it starts like a mower. But then I'm also like, well, if it's that cold outside, is that thing gonna run? So, <laughs> yeah, uh, not some not situation I'll ever be putting myself in. So. No, no, I will never live in a place that has to have ten foot of snow. There would never be a point in my life where I say, you know what, let's go move to fucking the tundra. <laughs> not gonna happen. And and I'm being uh, you know exaggerating ten foot, but it was a lot more snow than I've ever seen. I I didn't know that was him in his stories, but I did see it on his social media feed, and so that's that's interesting to me that people would actually want to live there because the houses look nice. Oh, man. Well, you know, we went out to the, the new subdivide we've got bought, and it's getting closed and uh, out in uh, Pushmahontaw County, Oklahoma. And it was it was really nice to get out there, man. It, it felt good to be out in the in the, the actual in, – on the land again. Mm-hmm. You know, we say, always say that it's always nice to get out of the office. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised. Like, the guy that had this place actually put quite a bit of work into it. Like, it's – it was really nice. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure because there's some photos on Instagram, right? Yeah, there yeah. is. I mean, there's some really good spots. I'm surprised at all the water. Oh, yeah, I was surprised. So when we cut it up, we're cut into like 13, 11 to 13 parcels. We still haven't finalized the, the rough plat yet. The surveyor's doing the boundaries right now. But um, A, there was a really good road system in it. We took a side-by-side in it. And only when we decided to go off trail a little bit did we have a, anything hit the side of the side by side. I could have driven my truck through 90% of it. I could have driven my truck and touched every property, which was cool. But when you talk about the water, there was, I think every parcel is going to have some type of water on it, whether it's a tank or it's part of this meandering creek that runs through it. And it was just, it's, it's really pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that you're like, well, the, 
this is where my cabin's going. Yep. And, and I think there's, a, you're also, well, this is where my cabin could go too. Yep. There's <laughs> a couple of those spots where I would build at. I, and I, and the fun part for me is, uh, as you start building your buyer's list and people checking in with you and you start working with agents who have their buyer's list and we were going to use Liz there and their brokerage, I think we've done 20 plus deals with her and that's not counting everybody that from the casual Fridays group that has kind of used her as well. But she, we had two, she, her broker reached out and said, Hey, they said they had this, how much for this part? Cause I sent them the rough plat and, uh, I, I just kind of shot high. I said, Hey, tell them two fifteen, And really it's, that's like, $2,000 an acre over what I underwrote it at. And she says, okay, cool. The guy said he, he, he has this other thing going on. He's pre-approved for that amount. He's ready to go. And so I'm talking to another buyer who wanted to pick up 40 in the back for her family. And she's like, Hey, I just want something. It's there. I don't want to have to worry about it. I don't want to mow it or anything. And I said, yeah. I said, you know, she goes, I did see the pictures you sent. And she goes, so if you had any choice of these properties, which one would you pick? And I said, well, there's this one picture that I'm sitting on the tank and I'm looking at the thing and you see the trees kind of a wall up to you. I said, the actual main road's up above that, but it's just super picturesque. And then she goes, well, I like picturesque. And I said, well, I just, I said, I can't, uh, I can't sell you this property for the price I quoted you on the other stuff. It's just, it's too nice. And I, and I said, I'd love to cut you the deal, but I got to make some money somewhere on this deal. And this, this one's going to do it. And she goes, I've got money. How much are we talking? And I go, uh, two fifteen. And she goes, Okay, cool. Let me sleep on it tonight, and I'll let you know which one I want. And I was like, "So shit, I've got two people wanting this just forty-four acres for two two fifteen right there." I mean, that's good problem to have. That's not a bad problem to have at all, and it's and that's the fun thing with these subdivides. And I know on March fourth, we're going to go a little bit more into what the subdivide course is. But once you get them bought and you get them parceled up, and you have the inventory, and you have your brokers and your agents out there that are getting with their buyers. And they're, they're pounding the streets and they're bringing people to your property. If you're priced right and you have a good quality asset, these people come and it's just, it's refreshing because they're excited, you're excited. And it wasn't one of these deals where you, you felt like you took advantage of the grandma, you know, all the hate we get back. It's, it just works and it's just so much more peaceful. And it's nice to know that, okay, well this, that one deal will pay off the note on it or pay off half the note. Um, that we have the other one in Stowe Canyon. We've got what everybody that's at the banks, and if all that comes together, we'll have that note paid off. And then we still have, I don't know, on just those two right there, we'll have 10, 12 pieces of inventory just still sitting there. That's all profit. Mm-hmm. And big dollar. Yeah. Big these, these, yeah. So, like, it's not a, like the ones out in Stowe Canyon. I mean, those are four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars properties that you have just sitting there, right? So, yeah. we talk about money in the bank. I mean, hey, it's just going to come in. It just eventually just keeps cycling. And then you've got all your original capital back out. You move it to another deal. And then now you've got a couple of these projects around the country or around the states that are just ready to turn and just keep burning for you. Yeah. And well, I don't know if you realize this because it's hard for me to believe it. Uh, but when you said that March 4th podcast, that's our next podcast. Yeah. That's re- I mean, because it's, it's like, well, let's say it's February 25th. Yeah. March 4th is next. Okay. So. So that's really exciting that we'll be dropping all the subdivide stuff that we're talking about right now. Yeah. We'll be coming out next Friday. And I don't know. I'm really excited about it. I mean, yep. are, are you, I assume you're excited I, to me too. I am. I am. Uh, I know Trevor I, is. Trevor is. Trevor's coming in to be live with us again on the show next week. Um, it's it's always good to get to see him. It's good. It's This this thing is, I see what the other courses are out there. Like I see what the other people do when they teach people how to do this. And I, this isn't like, hey, we're going to teach you a course to run your business. This isn't that. This is 
going to take your business to the next level. And I see some of the other gurus out there who, who've kind of come to our live events, they follow sort, they're smart, and you see their business kind of adding this piece in when they can. And we're seeing them just just catapult, you know, and I have them say it to me off the side that, hey, man, we appreciate your thought process on this and what you are doing, because it really will take your business from a, hey, I, I'm chasing deals for 100 grand, where we're talking about, okay, off of off those two deals, we're two, $3 million into them, and we're going to do three, over three and a half million, four million in revenue just over this first month that they're on the market. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy to me. Yeah. Well, I keep thinking as we're talking about these numbers, you know, three, four million plus dollars in revenue. I keep mm-hmm. thinking, man, we must be in September already. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're two months in. Yep. I I, uh, I ran my numbers to kind of see what I had spent in cash. And this, the, so the, these numbers are what I've put out in cash since uh, about mid-December and what I have in escrow right now. And that's close to $800,000. And then there's 3.1 million in notes attached on the back end of that on some of these projects. Although I'm split with some of those with y'all, I'm just saying my actual cash mm-hmm. is 800 grand. I'm guaranteeing part of 3.1 million in notes for this to happen. And so how do you how do you grow your business? You you, you use a little leverage once you know what you're doing because mm-hmm. you're betting on yourself. The thing that scares me though is World War Three. Is it going to come and going to come and snatch us all away from us? Yeah, I think that's a very uh, good fear. Yep. Because I have had it snatched away from me before with things in the yep. economy. Yeah. Um, and so I can kind of go in both ways on this right now because okay. I think back to when COVID happened and it shut down the entire world. Okay. What happened to the land business? It blew up. It like blew right. up. Yeah. Right? And people felt the need to escape the cities, which mm-hmm. is why the land business blew up. And so they were buying land left and right. So they had their own uh, place to bug out to. Mm-hmm. Well, imagine the threat of nuclear war happening. <laughs> oh no. Right. Yeah. It's, so we have a friend that lives by car, the old Carswell air force base. And we were talking about this earlier today. And I go, I go, you know, we don't really have much risk to see people like walking the streets, like shooting us with AKs or anything. I said, well, you got a little bit more risk. Cause you're like three blocks away from Carswell. I mean, they're going to bomb a facility. You're like within the blast zone. And he's like, what? Uh, uh, uh. And I was like, well, but us. But I, I'm going to throw this at you. I mean, the question I've seen come up that nobody's really talking about. Everybody's like, pray for Ukraine. There, there's some there's some weird things that go along with this. And maybe I'm conspiracy theorist. Maybe I always know there's something else going on with the curtain. But, I mean, the simple question is, what's really causing this? What's driving it? Some believe it's, you know, Russia doing a show of force. Some believe... It's Ukraine, you know, had some things going on. I, I, and I don't know that the correct answer, but I know that there's, there is some turmoil in the uh, behind the scenes of what we normally see. Well, yeah, obviously. I mean, there's so much that goes on that we don't know about. Yeah. And with all Sleepy Joe in charge, who knows what's really <laughs> happening? That fool's a freaking clown. I, I, don't, I don't even want to go down all okay. how stupid he is and how big a conspiracy things we can go down. Okay. Um, let's go. <laughs> Let's just stick to what we know right okay. here now. <laughs> okay, so I, I will say this came across the boards this morning. China, uh, China's guy, he came across to, to Putin and said, hey, let's let's be diplomatic about this. Let's let's start to ease this. And that, to me, what I what, and when I envision uh, the world, I envision a family, like everybody together. But you kind of got three, three the, the superpowers are your big brothers, right? And China has emerged as a superpower. Russia has always been. The United States, of course, has always been. Um it almost feels like China's going to come emerge out of this being the the top dog. Like, if he's the one that talks Putin down 
and Joe and and our president doesn't, what does that leave for us in a in a in a sense of, you know, in the standings of the world? Well, I think China has always been there. I mean, always they been hold kind of, all our debt. They they've kind of been the sleepy giant. Like you don't see them ever emit force, if, if that makes sense. And I I think we do in some aspects. Um, but I, I'm just I'm curious of how this plays out and what we see. I, you know, a lot of people believe that this was gonna Ukraine and Russia were gonna go on, then they were gonna go over Taiwan. But I'm I'm really curious, and then what this is gonna do for the world markets because Russia took a 25% hit, the biggest hit in a financial market since 2008 crash, and one of the biggest ever um, just two days ago. So they wiped out 25 25% of their worth right then. Um, so what does what's the ripple effect to us? Yeah, well, I think Putin, Putin's probably not to be messed with, and he probably sees Biden as some idiot that he's just could push over. <laughs> yeah, you know, and so that stuff does worry me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, with COVID, the world shut down, Bitland business went up. The only thing that kind of worries me is because land is so expensive. Well, if breaks out, will bank banks be lending so on this that, that's the that's the key that's got me here here's here's where my take is on all that you have conspiracy we kind of talked about that world war three what is that something that could be possible um the the fed rake uh the interest rates being hiked in march it's going to happen and so they're pushing so many people to lock in their rates now because in the march it's going to happen we're going to see an increase now what is that going to be is that going to be a quarter is it going to be a half is it going to be a point what does that do to the money availability for investors i know as us on the subdivide side we had some variable loans that had really, really good interest rates where we went in and said, hey, we want them fixed, and we want them fixed for three years. We're willing to give you a half a point. So we went from 3.954% interest on some of these big deals to a 4.5 locked in because we know they're going to raise, and and they're variable monthly when they're variable like that. So that's what really gets me. So if you're a, a guy that needs to take a loan out for a $600,000 piece of property, whether you're the investor or you're the end buyer, it's going to affect you. Now, just like we do and what we will uh, teach in the course is how to, like, prepare for all this. Oh, stuff. yes. You know, like we have in our money raise, our capital raise is money to cover anything and everything for a year. Yeah, we do six months of interest, so we're ahead of that. And that's saying that you, you should be priced right well enough that you can sell the property in six months. Yeah. That way it helps buy down that because you're buying it. You, you're doing a, uh, a, a release rate or a percentage that you agree to pay the bank over what the, the cost basis is. So you can release that loan. So we we build those in that. We added some overages. We add in some other stuff. But the idea is that we're protected when we come into these. As long as it's the right asset that's going to sell. Now, do quarter acre lots in the middle of Brewster County sell? They might. But are you going to take? Are you going to buy a thousand acres at you know a million bucks, just rough numbers, and cut it up and try to make that happen? Yeah, and I think most people know that's not really our Agreed. bag anymore. Um, we go up to that much. Nicer property, but and that's what helps them sell. That's why there's bidding wars going on and whatnot right now. Agreed, agreed. We've we've got talks right now of two more subdivides, one being in New York, one uh, another one in Texas, and I've got I got called yesterday to underwrite another one. So it's crazy how this world starts revolve. It starts moving. The ball gets going. You start spitting it off. So if you do see me and I look like I have stress on my face, it's because I've got a lot of things going on in my head trying to do that out. Yep. yep. But let's just add more to it by taking on five people into a subdivide course and getting more and more and more subdivide opportunities. And agreed, I like it. I, I think it's the, I think it's the logical next step for. Well, I think it's the right question, and, and I and I'm kind of going to say logical next step, but 
I think that any of our land investors that have a long piece of road frontage on one of their properties should ask the question, what is it worth if I cut it in one or cut it in two or cut it in threes? Add, add a couple, just add a line on the survey mm-hmm. uh, because you have access. It's not, we're not telling you to go develop it. We're just saying, hey, we should be asking that question as, a, as an investor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the money is so far exponentially higher. It is. It is. And it's uh, the thing that, that the other aha moment you have there is as we talk about mail counts going up, we have not shied away from mail counts going from a one for 700 is to about a one for 25 on mine. You know, we're seeing John has been one for 15, but let's call it one for 2,500 just for easy math to get a deal. Well, if you buy one off a letter and you ask the question, what does it happen if I split it and you split it into three, now it becomes one for 700 again. And you have a super higher, you have a higher profit margin. So you you maximized your mailer budget, you maximized the deal that you have in front of you, and you're not out chasing your tail just trying to strike down another deal. Very good point. Everybody, I hope you wrote that down. Go back, rewind it, listen yeah. to it again. Yeah. So That was one of those golden nuggets that we have every now and I think we used a- to have more <laughs> back in the day, but I don't know about now. Well, I mean, we've been at this... 400 times now they can't (laughs) they can't all be winners they all can't be gold sometimes they're silver and bronze so um all right well i think that's uh enough for today if you liked it you know as always do us a favor go to facebook instagram youtube give us a like a follow subscribe and then go to itunes go to search go to wherever else listening to us like review and subscribe to the show and then stay tuned for next friday you don't want to miss it with us two and trevor going over the subdivide course Uh, Open up the doors for questions. It's just going to be awesome. So get excited and we'll see you next Friday. See you guys.